Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist Podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and as always, every Monday night, I am joined here by Zach Van Meter. Zach, how are you today, my man? I am awesome, my man. You know, uh, my Dallas Stars are in a winner-go-home game right now, so I'm going nuts. I got that and Monday Night Football going, but man, I'm ready just to uh, give the people some more advice. We killed it last week, and uh, I want to keep up the good work. Yeah, so if there's a random outburst of uh, excitement during this podcast, you can assume the stars have scored uh, yeah. as they're trailing one zero as we uh, as we speak here. So uh, don't don't uh, don't be surprised if you know we have a little pause here or there with Zach's eyes glued on a on a fast break or a power play there for the stars. So yeah, anyhow, if I, if I stop talking mid sentence, I apologize. <laughs> no, we understand. You know, we're all tuning in here as diehard sports fans. So if our uh, team was in the finals, we'd be doing the same thing. But as I said, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. And Zach, where can the good people find you? They can follow me on, find me, excuse me, on Twitter and Instagram at TecmoZach. That's T-E-C-M-O-Z-A-C-K. And of course, once they find you, they can follow you there. Yes, uh, find info. <laughs> uh, we have now uh, six podcasts a week coming at you from this same uh, We Know Fantasy Network, of course, Monday nights are uh, Zach and myself with the Wave of Wild Wishes podcast. Tuesday is Samuel versus Slanger, uh, a fantastic podcast there that's both entertaining and informational. Um, Wednesday is the We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the Fantasy Fro. Thursday, the Contributors podcast. Friday is the second episode of Samuel versus Slanger of the week. And Saturday is the DFS special hosted by Nick, a.k.a. The Mechanic. So a ton of content coming at you weekly, so make sure you have those you know, notifications turned on and uh, subscribe to us on our social medias to make sure you don't miss a podcast. And as always, visit our website, weknowfantasy.com, for some great fantasy football content. We have daily articles flowing out there as well. So like Zach alluded to, we had a, a pretty decent week last week. If you exclude our quarterbacks, our quarterbacks are uh, Philip Rivers, who had 12.68 points, and Gardner Minshew, who had 10.2 on Thursday Night Football. We expected a lot more out of that. But that's how uh, the cookies crumbled last week. But running backs, we had a lot more success. Jared McKinnon had 16.7 points, and he's yet to score under 13.4 points on the season. Mike Davis had a fantastic uh, first game without Christian McCaffrey, 23.1 points. We also suggested you pick up the the uh, slew of New York Giants running backs that could possibly see some work last week. Devontae Freeman, Wayne Gallman, and De- uh, Deion Lewis they had one, 3.4, and two points respectively. But again, anytime you get a starting running back, uh, at this point in the season, it is worth a roster spot. Daryl Henderson, uh, continuing what he's doing, 19 points. I think we've now entered the Daryl Henderson backfield of the Rams. I yes. think it's his moving forward. So uh, if you picked up Daryl Henderson last week on our, on our suggestion, good for you. Corey Davis had 11.9 points. That's his lowest of the season. So he's uh, he's producing uh, weekly. Nikhil Harry at 5.6. Michael Pittman at 5.6, but he was injured last week, and he's probably out until about week eight after un- undergoing uh, surgery to correct uh, something in his calf. LaVisca Chenot Jr. had 8.4 points. Logan Thomas had 7.1. He did see seven targets, which is his fewest of the season, so that's promising. And Janu Smith, 11.1 points, which is also his fewest of the season. So some great additions there, like Zach said. We killed it last week. So let's kill it again this week. Yes. Let's kick off for quarterbacks. This is where we struggled last week, so hopefully our our offers this week are much better. I'm going to leave things off with Nick Foles. All right, yeah, Nick Foles, I did say that. He's owning 3% of Yahoo and 0.9% of ESPN leagues. So, of course, Nick Foles took over for the struggling Mitchell Trubisky, which we were waiting for, the inevitable collapse of the former first-round selection uh, last week. 
And Foles came in, did throw 188 yards and three touchdowns for a come-from-behind victory against the Falcons, which I don't know how to take this because the Falcons love to, love to throw away games in the second half. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough if you're a Falcons fan. I uh, I feel for you. Yeah, no, that's uh, no bueno whatsoever. Two weeks in a row, man, they gave up 20-point leads in the fourth. Yeah, that of is, course. That, I don't think that's ever, never happened before, I think, in the NFL. I mean, it, even the Jets aren't that bad. <laughs> I don't up. know what's going on, man. I do not know what's going on. Uh, but Foles does get the Colts, Buccaneers, Panthers, and Rams. These are not good matchups as they may seem, but this is still an early part of the season, so those numbers may not uh, you know, thrill you too much. But again, you're getting a starting quarterback with a pretty decent surrounding cast, you know, likes of uh, Miller and Robinson and, and David Montgomery. Speak of Dave Montgomery, Tariq Cohen did tear his ACL. He's out for the season, so if you're a Montgomery owner, you should see some uptick and stuff there. But the offensive line's somewhat decent. I think this offense is some good weapons for Nick Foles to succeed, and uh, we'll see what happens here moving forward for the for the Bears. Absolutely. And uh, for my quarterback selection, I'm going to go with the quarterback. We, we expected one quarterback to do really, really well on Thursday Night Football, and it was the beard, not the stash. So yeah. I'm going to ride the Fitzmagic uh, wave. Uh, Seattle's secondary is uh, is putrid. The right word. It's it's they've allowed almost the 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 lowest passing yard so far was Cam Newton with three ninety seven. So I like the matchup, and they really you know I'm going to suggest another Miami player later. But running the ball is really not their forte. It's going to be a lot of passing, and and quite frankly, if it's Magic trying to keep up with Russell Wilson is going to lead to a lot of fantasy points. So. I think he's just an absolute fantastic stream this week. 5% owned in ESPN, 7% Yahoo. Yes, throw it back to last season where we rode that Fitz Magic train until the wheels fell off uh, there in Miami. And then we got it back in the second half of the season towards the, towards the latter part after sure. uh, Josh Rosen inevitably uh, imploded on himself as well. Uh, you know, do, do you think we'll see two of this season, Zach? I do. I do. I just don't think right now. Um, I mean, that would be... Seattle, like big the big situation against Russell, would, I don't think that would work. Um, I'm thinking that it's going to have to be week eight to ten ish, probably. I would say they want to give him a good a good half a season to a little bit over half a season of preparation before he gets in. Just is just what my gut's telling me about that. So I think you can roster Fitz and be safe for a few weeks. Yeah, and at this point, you're streaming quarterbacks if you're looking for them in the waiver wire. So, yeah, uh, Fitz is a great streamable option uh, for the foreseeable future. Yes. All right, Zach, let's kick off our running backs. You have the first one here, and uh, probably the, the the cream of the crop, if I, if I were to say. So who is this guy, Zach? All right, I'm going to stick with uh, in the Miami, uh, on the team Miami here. It's it's Miles Gaskin. I actually uh, picked him up week one on a on a whim in one of my leagues in my PPR league, and man, he is just catching the rock. He's had sixty percent of the snaps at running back all three games, which is what's really important. Um, if you're picking somebody up off waivers, in my opinion, th- that's that's the big win right there, right? It's 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 how 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 long are they out there? Are they the main guy? And he looked good. I know the Jags aren't a world beating defense, but he was running the ball, and most importantly, he's going to catch the ball. Uh, you know, Matt Breda, I expect Matt Breda, the longer he's with the team, to get more and more um, usage. But he's just, he's not really a pass-catching specialist. And then Jordan Howard looks like he's clearly just locked in as, um, what's it called, is just their goal line back, and that's it. I think he has 
like seven rushes for 14 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns is what Jordan Howard has. So I'm a 100% about, about Gaskin. Um, he's 45% owned in ESPN, 47% in Yahoo. So this is it for him. This is If you don't jump on it this week, you're probably not going to get him because he's going to be in the 60% plus range, I would think, after waivers run. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And he saw 27 touches last week, which is a production that's available on your waiver wire that you cannot turn down. Uh, he's averaging about four yards per attempt thus far, which is which is okay. It's not phenomenal, but it's it's getting him the job done. Uh, so definitely a top of your waiver wire priority, I'd say. Uh, Gaskins is your guy this week. My first running back here is, uh, okay, I'm going to go Brian Hill of uh, Atlanta Falcons back up there with Todd Gurley. He's owned in 2% of Yahoo and 1.7% of ESPN leagues. So if you're a Gurley owner, you you should have this guy rostered. If not, I don't know what you're doing. You know, Gurley's injury history and, you know, the likes of uh, Atlanta to use two running backs in their system. Brian Hill should be on your roster. But last week, Hill did rush and caught a touchdown in the same game. Totaling about 90 total yards. And he did this with Todd Gurley also rushing and receiving a touchdown. So the split was there. This could be a one-two punch moving forward. Uh, you know, if you're in deeper leagues, you've got to find a flex play, uh, especially coming up here with the bye weeks. You know, Hill, uh, this Atlanta Falcons team, you know, in the first half at least puts up points. Uh, we'll see if that's corrected throughout the season, if they can, uh, you know, hold the lead in the second half. But Hill is someone I would uh, roster in those deeper leagues. Yes, and they played the Packers on Monday Night Football at Lambeau. So that's a game that they're probably expected to be down. I think early spread is six points for uh, for the Packers. And uh, Todd Gurley is not so much involved in the passing game whatsoever these days. So Brian Hill could be a really good flex play, actually. For sure. All right, my turn. Uh, there was an injury during my Cowboys game. God, I swear I'm going to have, uh, between the Stars and the Cowboys, I just won't be able to just breathe with watching sports the rest of the way. But uh, uh, there was an injury to uh, Chris Carson. It's not too serious. Um, I personally think he's going to miss this week, possibly two weeks. But I could, I would be so surprised if Chris Carson played this week. So Carlos Hyde is a 9% owned ESPN, 18% owned in Yahoo. It's a starting running back this week. Get him. Yeah, simple. You put it you know, to the point, and that's it. You have the starting running back of the Seattle Seahawks, and that offense is uh, clicking on all cylinders. And I think I, – I don't think you can slow the offense down. So, you know, while you can, grab this guy and stream him this week and uh, see where he takes you. So, simply, let's move forward. My next running back is uh, a guy who's in a similar situation. That's Rex Burkhead. You know, James White has missed – the last two games following the death of his father in a tragic car accident. Um, nothing you like to see, but in his absence, Rex Burkhead has stepped up. Uh, you know, last week he rushed for two touchdowns and caught another. He had 10 targets from Cam Newton. Uh, this, these type of, these types of numbers simply cannot, cannot be ignored. Uh, you know, 10, 10 targets, you know, for a receiver, someone you're jumping all over. So here's a guy, a running back in PPR formats, uh, definitely you're going to want, you know, I think his value his value definitely dips if James White is to return. So for now, pick up and stash him. Uh, I'm not sure how long James White will be out, as we said, two weeks in a row in personal issues. Uh, scratch from the lineup. So uh, as we do, Rex Burkhead moving forward, I'm going to take him. All right, I like it. Yeah, he he balled out, man. He looked like that, the one touchdown he had where he spun in the air, it was, it was awesome. And he's really, when he gets the Ushids, he's a very good fantasy asset. And he yeah. has the last few years, and 
I don't know if James, we won't know until probably Friday if James White's going to play or not. Uh, I would be super surprised if he practices Wednesday. So we'll, we'll see what's going on with that situation. But yeah, pick him up. And the good news is if James White is playing, maybe hold. Don't put him on in your lineup. Let's see what happens. Let's see how it pans out um, for that game. And then make your decision next week on what needs to be done with him. For sure. Always have that last, uh, you know, roster spot that's pretty flexible to, you know, add and drop as you go through the season. Okay, let's move forward. Wide receivers here, Zach. I'm going to kick things off here um, before you get to the meat and potatoes of things here. Uh, But, you know, Chase Claypool is my first option. He's owning 14% of Yahoo and 14% of ESPN League. So same ownage across both things. But this guy is a big play waiting to happen. Um, You know, he's not going to put up, you know, consistently big numbers. Like I said, he needs a big play to be relevant in this Pittsburgh Steelers offense that's, you know, has a ton of options. You know, you have a Juju, you have a Johnson, and, uh, you know, there's even more ahead of him. Um, oh, oh, James Washington even. But, you know, Claypool has shown that he is athletic, can catch the ball, can bring it down, has had a fantastic, you know, sideline catch, has burst out an 80-plus yard touchdown already this season. So as the season goes on, this rookie here out of Notre Dame will be uh, clicking with Big Ben. And, uh, you know, like I said, this guy could put up points in a hurry. He's going to be one of those guys where you could see a dud one week, but you could see, you know, 30 points in next. So it's, it's, it's a risk to be take there in the flex position, but I think he's worth the uh, roster spot. Yes, he's a roster and hold. Now, if Deontay Johnson does not recover in time from his concussion and Deontay Johnson doesn't play, I'm starting him in my flex, especially if I'm a Godwin owner and I've oh, lost. Oh, for sure. For three. sure. I need, I need a little juice. Um, I th- already think think he's a better football player than James Washington. He's not, oh, of course. Yep. But uh, this is a guy whose snap rate is just going to go up and up and up every single week. So absolutely get him on your squad. Yep. Big guy, big body, big hands. I like the guy. Yeah. He's a monster. Speaking of monster performances, that's where I go with wide receiver. Um, LSU, Joe Burrow's guy, Justin Jefferson, 33% owned in ESPN, 30% owned in Yahoo. Listen to this line yesterday, man. Seven catches on nine targets, 175 <laughs> yards. Ridiculous. And no one started him whatsoever. Um, I want to say start the guy, but I also think at best judgment, we don't chase the points here. Let's roster him if he's not owned. And let's uh, see if this is a thing again this week. If I'm a Godwin owner and he's on my team and I can't get Claypool or somebody, I, I might go ahead and roll with it. But um yeah, this is a you might have had yourself a gym if this if something even close to this keeps up. Yeah, 25 yards per reception last week. Even before that week uh week 1 13 yards per reception and week 2 14.67 yards per reception. Those are fantastic numbers uh moving forward for this, you know, uh the Vikings obviously invested a first round capital in this guy. Uh 20th some place in the draft, I believe. But yeah. this is a guy they, you know, invested heavily in in the draft, want to really get in the ball. And, you know, without a, you know, really second running mate there too, Alexa Anathelian, someone's got to catch the ball. And Justin Jefferson, as the season progresses, we sh- we saw what he did in, in LSU last year. He caught like a thousand billion yards and 45 touchdowns like that. So uh, keep 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 this guy in your roster. If he's, if he's available in your league, you need to get him because these numbers are only going to go up. I can't say he's going to post 175 y- yards each game. But, you know, those those uh, targets and stuff are going to go up, as we saw last week, in a, uh, in, a, in a tight one there with Tennessee. And they have Houston this week, which should be uh, close to a shootout. Um, in that Houston defense is absolutely atrocious. 
So uh, I, I'd like to, I like him this week as a, as a flex play as well, like you said. Sure. If they, if they continue to give him seven-plus targets, he, it's going to be hard to not have him starting. Oh, you need to. You need to. And speaking of someone who sees steady targets, I'm going to go with Cole Beasley. You know, trusty Cole there up in Buffalo. And this Bills, this, this Bills offense, what is even happening in Buffalo? Like, it, Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate. They're throwing up points in a hurry. They tried to throw a game away the game yesterday against the Rams, but they, they you know, capitalized late and, and got the W. What are they, 3-0, I think? Yes, uh, yes sir, they are. 3-0 three, three in Buffalo. And, uh, you know, someone on that team, uh, Cole Beasley, has seen at least six targets in every game and has seen seven in two of those. He's gone for 58, 80, and 100 yards, respectively. Uh, so, again, this is an offense that's absolutely clicking. Uh, it's one of those things where you want as many parts of this offense as possible. And this is a guy who is a, is a heavy snap guy going to be on the field, getting targets and is, is trusted as we saw last, uh, last season by Josh Allen. So definitely get yourself a Cole Beasley if you can. Sure. And, and it's even better that, that there's more targets there when uh, John Brown's banged up and not playing. And my man, John Brown, I love him to death, but man, he just, health is not the way. <laughs> nope. Well, will be a few games that he misses so yes all right zach let's finish us up here on the wide receiver forefront all right uh, another rookie wide receiver for me it's t higgins uh six percent owned in espn five percent owned in yahoo now not not quite the the prolific day uh that jefferson had but he did have two touchdowns which is awesome uh five catches for 40 yards i think People are going to be a little bit more hesitant on picking him up. So this is one you might be able to scoop in that could be the best of the bunch, in my opinion, because A.J. Brown, or not A.J. Brown, excuse me, A.J. Green. Wrong is, color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue? He's, he's A.J. Blue now. He's not even A.J. Green. <laughs> uh, apparently he can't catch the ball. So I just see T. Higgins continuing to get more and more stab share. I want this guy on my team because A.J. Green is likely to get less and less playing time or get moved if he continues to play like this. And maybe it is just rust, and it's going to take A.J. Green eight more weeks. But Joe Burrow can sling it. This offense can move the ball. They can't run the ball. So give me one of their pass catchers, and let's put them on my, on my bench, and let's see what happens. Yeah, don't get me started on that Joe Mixon stuff. I, I'm, I'm pretty angry. I'm going to write a letter to Zach Taylor. Uh, he needs to hear. He needs to hear what's what's going on in my mind about about Joe Mixon. Oh, I've got a share of him. Trust me, I, <laughs> I'm with you. All right, and T. Higgins gets Jacksonville next week, which is a great matchup for him there. Uh, yep. Then goes against Baltimore, and what will be a high scoring affair. And then he gets Colts, which is you know a, a good defense. But you know this, like you said, Joe Burrow is not your typical rookie. Can put up points. And uh, T. Higgins was someone I wrote about uh, an article in this offseason. I like him a lot as the season progresses. I said this year may not be his year, but if you get A.J. Green off that roster, it really could be, you know, that running mate there with Tyler Boyd. Uh, T. Higgins is, you know, can go up and get the ball with the best of them. Has an insane vertical. He's like six foot five, six foot four, somewhere in that range. Uh, just, a, you know, he'll be a rookie uh, quarterback's best friend, and we're seeing that already with Joe, yeah. uh, Joe Burrow as he has 12 targets through his two games he's played as far as a pro. Um so, you know, averaging six targets, and he's caught eight of those 12. So pretty good numbers there, and I'll, we'll only see this moving forward. Right, with, and with Higgins, too. The one thing to watch with Burrow, this is why I would definitely not recommend him as even a, even a flex play this week, is Burrow, it's, it's Boyd and everybody else right now. So the one I think the one constant you can plug in for the pass catchers is Boyd. 
but he seems to pick a different receiver each game and kind of target a little bit. So let's let's watch how this pans out. Let's roster this dude. And this could be a league-winning play because he could become that other guy with Boyd. But uh, I'm with you, man. He needs to be rostered, and it's it's an, it'd be an exciting player to have on your bench and watch for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know we've seen we've seen this uh, Bengals team put up 23 plus points in the last two games, so uh, they're clicking. They're getting better. Uh, so look forward for that. So let's move yeah. on to our tight ends here, Zach. And you have an interesting show note here next to your uh, next to your tight end pick. Yes, yes, I'm going with the uh, porn star Mo Ali Cox as my uh, tight end for the week. Uh, only 8% owned in uh, ESPN, 9% Yahoo. He scored a touchdown the last two weeks. This dude is a freak of nature, man. He's like 1,800 feet tall. And uh, like last week, I was interested to see. That's why I could not recommend him. I was interested to see when Jack Doyle comes back if he was still going to be a force. And sure enough, he was. It was only three catches, but they were blowing out the Jets so bad. Touchdown the last two weeks. Roster this dude. He is a freak. And you know what? They, like I said last week, they like to put, they're putting the weapons around Phillip Rivers that he's kind of used to. Ex-basketball player. He's got hops. He's a freak of nature. He's going to be a foot fun player to stream. He was going to say he uh, played college basketball at VCU, actually. Yeah. He's actually 27 years old also. Didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, he is six foot six, 260, as athletic as they come. And we know the history. We've talked about it several times already in this podcast throughout this throughout the weeks. Philip Rivers loves his tight end, so if he can develop a uh, you know connection here with uh, Mo Ali Cox, there is uh, no slowing that down. As you know, he can get open and go up and over you know any you know corner or safety you put on him. So it's gonna be hard to slow this guy down if that connection starts starts thriving. Right on. All right, let me finish up the show here with my. Tight end, this is one for you, Zach. Dalton Schultz, Dallas Cowboys, taking over for the injured Blake Gar- uh, Jarwin, who's out for the season. So um, in the two weeks that Schultz has seen time with uh, Blake Jarwin out, uh, he has gone on to see 16 targets, catching 13 of them, has 136 total yards and a touchdown. So it was good enough for 30.6 fantasy points of uh, uh, those span that time. This is a Dallas offense that puts up points in a hurry. I know they have a fantastic receiving, uh, you know, I guess trio there. And of course, you have uh, Zeke Elliott out of the backfield, so it's hard to find, you know, value elsewhere. But Schultz has seemed to uh, be involved in things in these last two games, especially last week where he had a fantastic outing. Uh, but moving forward, I think uh, in this tight position uh, where you're, you're scrambling to find, uh, you know, the bottom of the barrel outside of your big names this season, especially, I think Schultz is someone that you need to pay attention to. Absolutely. And this will be another game. This is in Dallas this week versus the Browns. This will be a good week to play him. The Browns are not very good against tight ends. So uh, this will be a great stream for him this week. Let's hope so. So, guys, that's it. Another week of the Way You Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist with Zach Van Meter wrapped up for you. Uh, you know, do your due, due diligence, listen to this podcast, make your uh, claims here tomorrow and see who you get on Wednesday. Uh, let us know on Twitter. Uh, tag us both and uh, let us know who you're going for if you, if you want to or, you know, if you want to keep it secret from your league mates. Wait until Wednesday morning. Let us know who you picked up this week and uh, we'll see how they do moving forward. But speaking of social media, Zach, one more time where people find you. Uh, my uh, Twitter and Instagram handle is at TecmoZach. That's T-E-C-M-O-Z-A-C-K. All right. And as always, as I talked about previously, we have 
uh, almost a podcast every single day, six days a week. And on Sundays, we have a live stream. So daily content for you guys through this fantasy football season. And as always, visit our website, weknowfantasy.com, for some great fantasy football content outside of that. Before we sign off, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. So until next week, guys, we'll see you. Peace.